You know, I go on YouTube and I type in fuck Joe Biden chance. And I type in fuck Joe Biden football games. I find absolutely nothing. But yet you go to any other alternative site and what do you hear? How about in New York? That's about three, four hundred people marching down the Brooklyn Bridge saying, fuck Joe Biden. Or uh, U of M. U of M. Fucking downtown Ann Arbor. When the little California is how I've always joked about it. about at California? Fuck Joe Biden was the anthem this weekend. Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! UCLA. Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! How about uh, Ohio University? And this is at the MIA. I don't know what state that is. I love it. God bless Texas. There you go. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. That right there is at Notre Dame. Do you know what it takes to make a bunch of Catholic people say fuck? He's publicly? Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! They're all different college campuses. Different universities and different sports games. Major leagues, little leagues. People are going to nightclubs and chanting, Fuck Joe Biden. It is... Quite interesting that I cannot find these on YouTube, but I can find them everywhere else. TikTok's full of them, Facebook's full of them, and of course, Parlor, Gab, and all those other places are full of them. But that's not really surprising. The fact that you can't find them on YouTube has been very interesting to me. I can find a bunch of songs, right? Like, uh, like Haiku, he's got a great song. Or, uh, uh, Cuddy Camaro, great song. You know, it comes up when you type in the fuck Joe Biden chant or fuck Joe Biden or fuck Joe Biden sports rallies, a Fox 4 Can Now you video. Polygraph you're alive? No. Ah, shut your horse face eating ass up. I'll be seen in the fucking ground. You're gonna fail miserably. Some homeowners in Cape Coral are putting up flags with profanity on the flags right in their front yards. Thanks for being with us. I'm Patrick Nolan. Jane Monreal is on assignment tonight. The flags are specifically criticizing President Biden. And this is what comes up. Not thousands of people simultaneously chanting, 
fuck Joe Biden. No, that doesn't come up. News footage like this comes up. So, if you haven't guessed what today's episode is about, well, you're a little clueless, aren't you? Something interesting is going on right now. Justin Trudeau is being given the same treatment. Right now, just in the last two weeks alone, Justin Trudeau has been hiding from the public in a major way. Like, not giving any public addresses, not going to have anything outside of Canadian Parliament, and other shit like that. He's not doing his uh, usual public addresses he likes to give. He likes to go out in public. But when he goes out in public, a famous clip of that is him getting off of a plane. And everybody greets him at the airport, booing him. Justin. Justin Trudeau hate song. That comes up. Watch this. Oh, can I find nothing on this either? Interesting. Give me one hot second, folks. I take that back. It is on YouTube when it comes to Justin Trudeau, but it's specifically other news channels. Now, you just heard... Fuck, probably about... dozen thousand people in America alone chanting, Fuck Joe Biden. Sounds a lot like what's happening with Justin Trudeau over there right now. This video is only 18 hours old. The anger palpable. He belongs in China. Misogynistic insults, death threats, and this. A black officer called the N-word. As an angry crowd of protesters surrounded a campaign venue in Cambridge, Ontario, the press conference was delayed for over... Fascinating. They, I mean, they blurped him out. Do I believe he said the N-word? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. This guy probably called that black guy a nigga for sure. For sure, for sure. But there's a lot of black folk in this crowd. For an hour, as the RCMP conducted a risk assessment, liberal leader Justin Trudeau was defiant when he emerged. Do we fall into division and hatred and racism? Justin Blackface Trudeau. Look that up. And violence? Or do we say, no, you know what? That doesn't work to get us to back down. That won't scare Canadians from standing up for what's right. While the crowd blared car alarms and shouted profanities, the Liberal leader pressed on with a message about climate change. Sirens in the background may remind us that this is a climate emergency. That's why we will move faster and Justin Trudeau owns waterfront property. It's just something to think about, right? All these people, oh, the icebergs are going to melt. The polar ice caps are, are, are melting into the ocean. Water levels are going to rise and engulf the land. But we're going to own waterfront property. Okay, weird. To be bolder, promising to cut oil and gas emissions to make sure half of all cars sold by 2030 will be zero emission. Bullshit. The crowds have dogged Trudeau on the campaign trail, escalating on Friday with the cancellation of an event. There's a guy with a Make Canada Great Again hat. <laughs> I want one. I want one of those. Make Canada Great Again. I got my handy dandy Make Politicians Afraid Again hat right here. I would love, I would love to have a, uh, a Make Canada Great Again hat. That's great. I love that. Populism is really sweeping across the globe. 
Other party leaders have been swift. I, I will be reading articles. This is just leading up to a greater point here. To denounce the incidents. I strongly condemn any form of harassment and, and protest like we've seen. Mr. Trudeau and his team were worried about their safety. That should never have happened, and, and that's wrong. Hey, Michelle, there's yeah, Jim, that's garbage. And it's not just the Liberal leader. Calgary Conservative candidate Michelle Rempelgarner released a statement about this incident. A man videotaping her while she was out for dinner. She says in these moments, quote, I don't feel like they see me as a human. You're a politician. You work for your people. You are seen as an employee. A wagey, if you will. Anger toward politicians is not new. This feels different, according to this expert, who has watched Canadian politics for years. I think what's distressing about this is the degree to which it's really just parroting what's going on in the United States. The Liberal leader is now here in Montreal, and while his team does not discuss security specifics, there does seem to be an increased presence of officers, including some that we saw in full tactical gear, possibly the new normal as the campaign nears the midway point. Travis Sandrash, CBC News, Montreal. I'll tell you who it was from, but you just heard him say it. Yeah, the same thing's happened in Australia as well. Australia is seeing riots right now. Australia is actually on fucking fire, and for once, it's not a forest fire. People are starting to stand up to these lockdowns, to these pandemic pushers. And mind you, COVID is real. COVID is very real. No one, I have yet to meet a single person who says COVID is not real. You would have to show me that person, and then I will be fucking jaw-dropped and roast them alive with you. Conservative, Republicans, Liberals, Democrats, Social Justice Warrior, Antifa, and me and Ancaf hand in hand, just jeering the COVID denier. Trust me, the response, though, is what people are starting to hate. And this goes a lot deeper than that. Despite people saying, oh, they're protesting lockdowns, oh, they're protesting the climate, oh, they're protesting the mandate. No, they're protesting against globalization of country's governments that's their fucking issue and i just kind of want to take an episode you know me i love to shit on narratives i love to just mock ridicule and berate political officials as i am one to do this article is just 18 hours old and it is from daily mail that bastion of good news fuck joe biden chants ring out across college football stadiums southern Southern chant spreads north as Mets and Yankee fans join in to slam the president. The bullet points here. College football fans shouted and chanted this weekend on September 4th through the 11th. They followed a similar pattern, repeating the words, followed by a clap. Fuck Joe Biden. I also heard a G.I. Joe. Gotta go. G.I. Joe. Gotta go, but I do like the fuck Joe Biden one a lot better. And you have those uncreative fuckers who are like, I bet you wish you could fuck him. Nah, man, my fat dick would probably split that little piece of timber in half. Which is a response I'm sure someone has had. Fans of the Coastal Carolina, uh, Auburn, Texas, A&M, and other schools participated. In one viral video, the chants interrupted a studio hosting a panel of commentators. Ooh, I gotta find that clip. The chants even spread to professional sports. 
uniting Mets and Yankees. That's impressive. Ye- Yankees and Mets fans just clapping and cheering together. I know they're both from New York, but damn, there is a there's some bad blood there. Nice. Biden's approval rating is at a low of 45.8% compared to a high just a month ago of 55. Ooh. Looks like Afghanistan did something to you, Joe. And then the vaccine mandate did another little something to you, too. You're just tanking. And Kamala Harris is hiding. She's just straight up hiding from the public. She posts on Twitter occasionally, but she's not doing any public events. And I can only imagine because they're going to 8646. And she wants to make sure that she can come on and be like, ha, 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 I'm good. Look at me. We did it. We got rid of Joe. We did it, Joe. You're gone. That'll be great. Donald J. Trump, or Donald Trump Jr., my bad. So used to just reading Donald J. Trump on these articles. They don't usually mention Jr. Blames a chaotic Afghanistan withdrawal for the chance. That's when they started. But I remember in August, they were just these small little things. Little, little, little protest groups, kind of like the ones I go out of my way to catch up with and film. But it's really escalated to a whole new point, hasn't it? He also cited Biden's new vaccine rules for a large employee and federal worker. Workers quit. Quote, it's gotten so bad that the media can't run cover for him anymore, he said. A profane chant mocking Joe Biden broke out of college football games for the second straight week in stadiums across southern states as the president's approval uh, approval rating dips following the chaotic evacuation from Afghanistan and his controversial vaccine mandate for federal workers that are not... I'm going to go into this. This will be the 1 o'clock upload. He's not require, requiring senators, congressmen, or their staff to be vaccinated, nor illegal aliens, nor immigrants. Weird. The fuck Joe Biden shouts echoed throughout stadiums during the games played by Coastal Carolina, Virginia Tech, Auburn, Alabama State, Mississippi State, or North Carolina State, and Texas A&M. Twitter users pointed out that the protest chants with the simple lyric, fuck Joe Biden, sung between claps are mostly from college colleges in states that Donald Trump won in 2020. Ah, you don't count for New York, though. Because uh, he supposedly lost New York by a massive fucking margin. Donald J. Trump, or Donald Trump Jr., fuck, I did it again. Donald Trump Jr. attributed the... the degeneracy pro... the de- uh, derogatory protest. Sorry, I was reading a pop-up that popped up here. We're done. I read a pop-up that popped up. Anyway, attributed the derogatory protest on everything from Biden's chaotic Afghan withdrawal to the new vaccine rules and rising inflation as the economy recovers. Recovers. That's the word you want to go with. All-time high inflation predicted across the board on every imaginable level. And you want to say recovers from COVID-19 shutdowns. With an administration... Let's openly humor the idea of more shutdowns and lockdowns. Cute choice of wording, Daily Mail. Yes, 
And uh, let's take a moment to appreciate the evolution of that, right? With the with the inflation. Oh, it's transitory. It, it's only here for a short while. All right, it's here for the long while. You know, inflation's good. It's good for the economy. Oh, it's not. If you want, hold on. Hold on, hold on. There's actually an article, I believe, from Daily Mail on this exact thing. I'm, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to read the headline if I can find it. Weird. I swear I saw this headline before because I had bookmarked to read, but I can't find it now. Anyway, there is no inflation. The June CPI headline was fake. And this is from a Forbes article, by the way. Forbes. You know, the people who do finance, the go-to source for financial research and economic study, Forbes. That's subject for a different day. Trust me, there's something in the back burner for inflation right now. I'm actually interviewing a restaurant owner right now. We, uh, we're scheduled to do the interview tomorrow. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back from him. It's going to be completely anonymous. I'm just going to ask him how inflation's impacting his business and how he's dealing with it. Because, you know, I'm seeing these headlines saying how there's no inflation or the economy's doing a full recovery when it's not at all. The, the economy's, like... The economy is just Stephen Hawking without his wheelchair. Just a crooked, little, sad man on the ground. Continuing. Quote, honestly, it's gotten so bad that the media can't run cover for him anymore, Trump Jr. told David Hookstead of the Daily Caller on Saturday. And these are just videos. All the videos are here. Fuck, I should have just gone right here for it. Fuck, what was I doing? As a fourth generation. Oh, fuck off. Of course, everyone of these footage has ads. In pharmacists. Oh, go away. Isn't... I don't want to watch your fucking ad. Or... Just silence that. Now what? I'll just silence it. Daily Mail's pop-up ads are just horrendous. And no ad blocker gets rid of them. Anyway. When you look at Afghanistan, and I can go through 50 points on it, but 65 to $80 billion of equipment left to our enemies, giving them a kill list of American citizens. Yeah, he's referring to uh, Joe Biden, approaching the final days of withdrawal, gave the Taliban a list of like some 200 names of American allies and aides who assisted us, who are, who are going to be in Afghanistan, and said, don't hurt these people. They helped us. He gave that to the Taliban. It was like, the Taliban ain't going to do nothing bad. Well, he was saying, I don't trust the Taliban at all. It's similar to when he gave Vladimir Putin that, that list of important pieces of American infrastructure that he told Joe Biden not, or uh, Joe Biden told Vladimir Putin, like, hey, these are a list of things that are crucial and vital to the American way of life, and you cannot attack them, all right? And he just gave that list over to Vladimir Putin. Now, for a short period of time, Vladimir Putin was actually like going to be like, oh, no, I have to try and help America out a little bit. Because when Joe Biden got elected in the first couple months, China was talking about just fucking with us immediately. And then Russia was like, you fuck with them, you're fucking with us. And then Joe Biden had to do the thing where he kept calling uh, Vladimir Putin a murderer and a killer and all that other horse shit. Which he is. He's fucking former head of the KGB. That's like saying the head of the CIA isn't a murderer. He absolutely is, and he knows it. But he doesn't want to be called out on that shit. 
Anyway, he got called out on it a bunch of times. Then he was like, are you sure? And they continued to go with, oh, Russia's doing this to us. Russia's doing that to us. And Russia wasn't really doing anything to us. And then Vladimir Putin's like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to actually join China and fuck you over. Now we're here. Let's just give you context on the list. The quote continues, giving them a kill list of American citizens and AIDS, giving them a biometrics, giving them biometric scanners that still do that. Meaning, so they, uh, they're like these goggles you put on. They scan people, matches them, Jason Bourne style attack, right? Matches their faces, comes with the name and says whether they helped America or not. Or if they're wanted. The predominant use of them was to show if they were wanted by America or not. Basically, show the terrorists the best draft picks for the Taliban. Beautiful. Can I play Fantasy Terrorist League? I want. I, I already got some draft picks right now, apparently. Biometric scanners that still do that. Pulling out the military before you pulled out citizens or civilians. Telling them that you're giving up all your leverage to a terrorist group, the Taliban. And then going back to negotiate, negotiating after you've given them everything they could have ever possibly wanted, end quote. On the new vaccine rules, Trump Jr. said, quote, It's a little, it's a little bitty crazy. None of this lines up. The whole, my, ah, God damn it, I'm fucking this up, aren't I? It's a little bitty crazy. None of this lines up with the whole my body, my choice, except for when the government mandates something. It doesn't work, but no one's calling out the hypocrisy. Well, I'm here trying to. No, I'm going to quit fumbling over my fucking words. Video posted by Old Row Sports show fans of Coastal Carolina University, Conway, SC, laughing in the stands as fuck Joe Biden chants break out. That's one of the videos above. We have some tweets here. Because all these articles, they have fucking tweets, don't they? From Velda at GoVelda on Twitter. Not blue checkmarked. So there's some redemption here. They're literally in Mississippi. The least educated, least progressive, and least vaccinated people in the USA. Words of the tolerant left. And from Hugo Moldando? At Hugo Mall, 23811655. These are the same people who received the 1400 from their dad, Biden, and now are using that money to buy tickets to enter a game and chant against their dad. Yeah, let me just touch on that. He didn't give us money. He handed us back our money. Our money. That was tax money that he gave back. So, no. The guy who is the head of the system that steals from you, gave you back some of the money you stole. That's exactly what happened. And by the way, this same dad is going willy-nilly with the fucking funny money and printing it like goddamn crazy, which is, you know, that thing you should never do and any uh, economics professor will tell you the one thing you don't do when there's inflation is print more money to pay more money. Yeah. Really not the smartest take, is it? Kevin Ross. Right. Let's gauge our national presence on some college students at a football game, as if Trump handled the pandemic, Afghanistan, or the economy any better. Actually, he did handle Afghanistan a lot better. 
peace deal, which was part of the Abraham Accords, where he negotiated with the Taliban to fuck off, by May 1st, we would have had all of our equipment out. We would have had all of our troops out. And we would have left a small present at presence at the embassy to guard it. And it was going to be like a thousand troops on rotation. Joe Biden, in like middle of May, pulled out a bagram through the airport and left all that equipment there and no troops to guard it. And now the Taliban are fully armed and they conquer the entirety of Afghanistan. Goofy point, Kevin Ross. But again, you're not a blue check mark, so you know I don't know I'm taking that seriously. Oh well. The chants were heard at Coastal Carolina game against the Citadel on September 2nd. That sounds like some Half-Life shit, doesn't it? At a Texas A&M game against Ken State on September 4th. They were heard again on Saturday at games between Mississippi State and North Carolina State and Auburn and Alabama State. The chants has even spread to professional sports using the Yankees and the Mets fans. I want to see these people talk about New York now. The same people I just read the tweets from. I wonder what they're going to say about New York. The blue iron hold that is the NYC. The Big Apple. New York. Bright. Go ahead. Bring up the vaccination rates there, bitch. Bring up the educational rates there, bitch. I want to see you. I want to see these tweets. But there ain't going to be any, are there? Now, the chance. Oh, professional sports. After the game in New York on Saturday. Video from that day shows fans of both teams singing the words, Fuck Joe Biden. As they let leave city fields in Queens, Biden's approval rate stood at four at forty five point eight percent on Friday, significantly down from a high of fifty five percent, according to estimates from five thirty eight. The same people talking shit on these people just do not want to believe. Where is this pop bag? Fuck it. Ooh, from Old Rose Sports. The news can barely ignore the chance for so long. Where the fuck is this ad? Don't wait for dinner or hardwood location. I fucking hate this goddamn website. I use them as a news source, right? But they quite literally cannot get their shit together when it comes to writing their ads. Don't wait for dinner. Fuck off. Getting email really needs to fix their shit. Because it's not showing a pop-up ad. It's just playing the audios of a pop-up ad somewhere. I cannot figure out for the life of me fucking where. Oh well. Uh, Mets and Yankees fans unite to chant fuck Joe Biden as they leave the game on set. They are holding hands as they chant this. Oh, <laughs> 
that's great. I do love to see that. The U.S. and its allies helped evacuate 1,222 or uh, 122,000 people, including Afghan interpreters. Yeah, but I want to ask me that. We have reports that suggest that number's inflated, not accurate whatsoever. And 13 troops needlessly died, as well as some 150 to 180 plus Afghan innocent civilians. Then Joe Biden does two drone strikes, where the first drone strike supposedly took out two uh, ISIS K leaders who names have never backed. He dropped the names of these folks, and they never showed up. Like, they never checked out. Like, like these names do not seem to be real people who have ever existed. And injured a third, which there is still no evidence of who he hit in that. And then the second drone strike killed an American aid worker who was delivering food to a fucking city full of non-combatants. And that drone strike killed like 15 people, 7 children, including the American aid worker. Then you got independent people like Glenn Beck, Ross Perot Jr. and so on. Well, Ross Perot Jr. actually wasn't part of it. He wanted to be part of it, but his plane was somewhere else. Anyway, Glenn Beck, he's part of it. And he was trying to get people out. Meanwhile, the State Department was calling up these other countries and threatening them not to accept anybody Glenn Beck brings over. And if they do, they'll be penalized by America. Now, the Taliban is holding, it's like eight planes hostage. hostage and between all the planes, is about like a thousand and a half fucking people. Stranded in the Middle East right now. Meanwhile, Joe Biden went around for a few days praying that, oh, I got everybody out. The only people still there are the people who wanted to stay. Then we found out, no, that's not true at all. Then again, I did a previous episode on this exact fucking topic. So I don't want to hear, help evacuate, bullshit, blood out your ass. And allies and other valuable, vulnerable populations who feared for their lives after the Taliban's rapid advance to power in Afghanistan on August 25th. And again... We also have that leaked phone call between Joe Biden and uh, President Ghani, where he's like, hey, Joe, uh, the Taliban's on their way here. We need assistance now. What the fuck happened? Why did you leave Bagram Airport? We need help. Joe Biden said, I'll, uh, I'll send you the help only if you do some propaganda and you tell everybody that it's just fine. You got this under control, which is a, uh, oh, what's that thing? Oh, a quid pro quo. Weird. It's like that. Other time, Joe Biden did a quid pro quo where he said, fire the investigator, otherwise you won't get this money. When the investigators were going into Brisbane to figure out what Hunter Biden was doing there. Huh, fucking weird. Weird how that works. But no, 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 Trump's the quid pro quo guy. Yeah, totally. Clowns. And again, if this did happen, where the Taliban, let's say Trump was still in office, right? Stuck to the peace deals, we were all out, all of our equipment out by May 1st, and the Taliban still tried to conquer. They would have had cruise missiles shoved directly up their asses, and they would have been the only ones injured. I mean, you can't deny Trump got results when he came to deal with ISIS, because he crushed them. Blew up their bases, destroyed their supply lines, took out their leaders. And then the media's like, oh, he took out a religious leader, a religious scholar, Tim Salomon. Ho, 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 ho. Fuck you. Your narratives. I'm here to shit on them. Some Republicans have blamed the Biden administration for allowing the Taliban to control checkpoints to the Kabul. Yeah, 
Joe Biden hired the Taliban to be the private security around the airfield, and the Taliban welded the fucking gates shut into the U.S., so they had to send uh, like some foot troop out there to cut a little wire hole fence for people to go a little, little hole in the wire and fence for people to slip through. And then they made it so it was only like the Abbey Gate was the only one open, and then that's where the suicide bombs from ISIS was. Where they ran in, they killed those 13 troops and all those other Afghanistan citizens who were trying to flee. Yeah. Messier pullouts do not exist in the porno porno world, do they? That was a messy, messy pullout. Somehow, America's only pulled out, but they got all over their face. Impressive. Impressive. Checkpoints to the Kabul airport as evacuations took place in August, giving them a list of people who could pass through. And a lot of them didn't get through. A suicide bomb by ISIS-K on August 26th killed 13 troops and as many as 170. Again, this number changes. It's like 150 in one article, 180 in the other, 200 there, 170 here. That number keeps fluctuating. And I have a previous episode where I go over the 13 troops who were killed, who they were, their life stories, and I talk about their family's response to the situation too, where I read interviews with them and play clips of interviews with them. Go check that out. Thank you. Last week, President Biden ordered that all employees with more than 100 workers require them to be vaccinated or test for the virus weekly, a move that will affect about 80 million Americans, according to the Associated Press. First off, fuck the AP. Second off, yeah, this is actually going to really backfire. I see the control stunt he's trying to pull right now, but there is no constitutional mandate on this. Furthermore, we've seen what happens when the government tries to get involved like this. Uh, Tuskegee, anybody, where we were going around injecting people with AIDS. Well, black people specifically. Also, Joe Biden can't keep the, the Tuskegee Airmen and the Tuskegee Experiment separate. Quite funny to see and talk about that shit. Furthermore, we have all these other government like spec ops jobs, like MKUltra and shit, where they legally inject their citizens with shit. This is an over-the-board assault on constitutional rights that is being done publicly in broad daylight. I think it's quite cute because the Supreme Court's already like, we're going to shut this down. Like, like this, this is going to come to our doors and we're going to hear the case and we're going to fucking floor it. He has no real means of enforcing this. And then you have all these workplaces saying, hey, get vaccinated or else. They're like, or else what? I quit. And they're going to quit. You're going to add. It's, it's a controlled demolition of the economy. It has to be. But in a roundabout way, this is silver lining. When all these people quit their jobs, an entire police force in Portland, Chicago, and I'm trying to think of where else. Entire police unit. All the police quit over the vaccine mandate. Completely quit. And then you have the teachers union doing the same thing. Where they're like, yeah, our teachers aren't going to get vaccinated. Unless they don't want to. The teachers union is a massive union with a lot of pull. That's why they were able to get away with it. But you're going to see people quitting their jobs. Left, right, center, and like fucking crazy. Right? These bosses are going to be strung up with nobody to work for them. They're going to have to drop the mandate. And that will give everyday average Joe employees all the negotiation power in the fucking world. The place I'm working right now is talking about doing a vaccine mandate in uh, November. And I'm like, bet. Looks like I'll be working until November. Because fuck that jab, bitch. I ain't getting it. That's the silver lining here. It's going to give all these employees a negotiation power after they quit. There'll be some people who, who just comply. Good for them, I guess. If it, you know, they'll think I have a kid. You know, I have a family. I have comforts. I don't want to give that up. And they're going to get a, a little bit of a gene therapy shot. 
so be it. <clears throat> the roughly 7 million workers at healthcare facilities that have received federal Medicare or Medicaid also will have to be fully vaccinated or else they lose their, uh, you know, the government provided. That just sounds like a tax break to me, honestly. <laughs> Biden is also requiring vaccination for employees of the executive branch and contractors who do business with federal government. We'll get back to that. With no option to test out. Yeah, because fuck your... Okay, this is... Uh, these are all the troops. Yep, these are all the troops who passed away at the bottom of the article. I am happy that the Daily the Daily Mail is putting that out there regularly about all the troops we lost, the 13 of them. I do like they keep that in the in the uh, in the spotlight. But come back at one o'clock when I go over that whole executive branch bullshit, because uh, yeah, they're not at all. That being said, these have been inside four walls. I've been your host, James Madison. I hope you guys have a great rest of your afternoon, morning. I'll see you this afternoon.